0: mellow went the ruck now we eating from state to state we scrape the plate i put my eggs in the basket took a leap of faith i took a chance now we grow and see the impact decoding success with special guests now let's bring mash
1: show, ladies and gentlemen, episode number 188 of the Decoding Success Podcast. You are rocking with your host, Matt Labrie, and today we are joined by my very good friend, meditation expert, Adam Weinberg. Adam teaches both contemporary and ancient meditation techniques, which we're going to be going through right here on this episode today. So be ready for that. If you're driving, listen, you can still tune into this. We made it specifically applicable for everyone that tunes in. Now, Adam has been featured at WeWork, the United Nations and the World Economic Forum. His beginner workshops ensure that you will actually feel something and leave with expanded awareness for when and how to meditate. As I mentioned, we are going to be going through two different techniques here today. And you're going to be in for some good stuff because I participate in this as well, and it is absolutely amazing. With that being said, I want to give you a very brief background. Adam and I got connected through a mutual connection, and I actually brought Adam in to work with our mastermind team right before the pandemic hit in 2020. So I think we worked together either in one of the last weeks of January of 2020 or in, you know, sometime in February. Regardless, the reason I say that is because I am always doing our best here at Decoding Success to bring you the resources that we personally use in our lives. And when I say we, I mean the people in my circle, the people in our circle, right? And we're amplifying that to all of you today. With that being said, on top of that, if you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel yet, you can find that in the show notes of this episode. When this episode hits. And when it becomes of value to you, if you share it on social, make sure you tag us. If you're sharing it in your friends group, whatever the case is, this is totally free. There's no charge for this. So sharing it, especially when it is found to be of value to you, means the absolute world to us. And it, it helps us impact more people. And that's the goal here. So with that being said, we bring to you our friend, Adam Weinberg. Adam, my man, welcome to the show. It has been a long time coming, man. I'm really excited to have you. I know we did some work together in New York City earlier in 2020 before all this craziness hit, man, and I'm excited to have you. So welcome to the show.
2: Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. And uh, yeah, that leadership uh, workshop that we did with your team and with Ashton Cantu and her team was, uh, was really one of my highlights of 2019.
1: I love to hear it, man. I absolutely love to hear it. So first question right off the bat for you, this is exactly how we kick off the show every episode we do. I'm curious to learn, how do you personally define success?
0: Success for me. Success for Adam Weinberg. Let's see. I
2: think... I think it really it it comes down to why I teach meditation and or why people started asking me to teach meditation is because there's a pathway through meditation for self love and when you love yourself then it doesn't matter what you do or what happens or who you interact with or how it goes. Um, I feel like success in that regard is being able to love yourself in the good and the bad and being there as your own best friend uh through thick and thin that that for me that is a level of success that that uh that has has is really fulfilling and has a lot of value for me
1: I love that. And I just want to point something out, Adam. I I appreciate the pause that you take before responding. And I bring that up because I also appreciate someone that's super quick on their toes. For instance, we had um, this gentleman, his name is Swish Goswami. He's phenomenal, mm. um, high level entrepreneur. He's based in Canada now. Um, he was so quick. And I'm like, dude, where did you get that? And he says, well, I was, I think he said something along the, the lines of being a part of a chess team or a debate team, but. <laughs> <laughs> then as as I'm sitting here with you I, I'm sitting I'm literally admiring the fact that you sat there and thought about that and and you know you just didn't blurb anything and I, I really I really really respect that um, but I want to talk about self-love I I'm in the process of loving myself more um, than I ever have. And I actually do love myself and I could say that so confidently and actually mean it. Um, You know, when you don't love yourself, man, you really block a lot of the blessings that come into your life. You know, you feel like you're not worthy of them. And um, you know, I don't want anyone that listens to the show to ever feel that. So what's your advice to, I guess, start loving yourself like right here in this moment right now.
2: Yeah. You know, um, I think that something that I pay attention to a lot is what is the first thought that hits my brain when I wake up? Mm. Um, Oftentimes it's the thought before I get out of bed. Uh, It's oftentimes the thought that keeps me in bed. I think we all kind of go through that. It's like, Oh no, this, whatever. And recognizing that that was the first thought that became an issue for me recognizing how far away I am from waking up just happily and easily. Mm. Like my first thought should be, I have to pee. Or (laughs) my first thought should be, I'm thirsty. Or, you know, or perhaps even I can't wait to, you know, whatever. But if my first thought, if I haven't really truly even opened my eyes and my first thought is, oh, this client or this payment or this contract or you know, or I got to go, I got to go do, or I got to call, you know, it's like if my, if the first thing, that means that my subconscious has been dealing with that, that has been wrestling with that all night. That means that that, that's how I slept is, is dealing with that anxiety or that difficulty. So, um, so self-love for me is the time you take in this practice of meditation to, to deal with those things so that they're not, that, that, that they're not this monster, you know, that you, that you hide in the closet or sweep under the rug that, um, that we all have things that are challenging and and maybe not meeting our preferences and or not living up to our expectations or, or just suck or just are really terrible. And, you know, just circumstances can be awful. um, as part of life. And, um, and so how we show up and deal with them is, it should, should be, you know, if you think about like, uh, you know, any, any of the masters, or if you think about any kind of martial arts is it, and with anything, I mean, even, even in childbirth, um, even in, in basketball, it doesn't matter what it is. It always comes down to the same. If you stub your toe well, at, at any, any of these situations, they go, just breathe. Every single thing, the answer is always just breathe. Right. So if we take that into practice and we work with it, then there's nobody else there. It's just us and our own body and our own mind and what's inside. So if if you find yourself waking up to, you know, if, if, if the first moment of consciousness of your day is unpleasant, that's that's because you know and this is one of the foundational kind of mantras that i follow is how you go to bed is how you wake up Mm -hmm. so that goes to show that you know not preparing oneself to sleep properly just means that you're you're starting the day at a deficit why would you know and and as entrepreneurs, as people starting businesses and building things and, and looking to, to solve problems in the world and do things, why would you start your day on <laughs> uh, negative points, right? So, um, so, you know, morning rituals are important, uh, evening rituals are important and, um, and, uh, there, but the component of, of this, that we're talking about self love is, is the patience to be with yourself and to see what's in there and to love it and to recognize it acknowledge it uh, allow it to to uh, present itself whatever it is to your conscious mind to you know to your heart to say okay oh wow that's you know i didn't realize i was holding on to that or i didn't realize and and it's it's interesting as you get further along on this path the things that will show up like a memory from 7th grade no reason to think about that, but there it is. And oftentimes it'll come with exercise. Um, so I know a lot of people in, in personal development and entrepreneurship are into physical fitness and that's, you know, in, in, and, and, and our gym rats. And that's, that's a great version. That's, that's kind of more, um, you know, there's a, there's a love of the body in that way. There's a self love in that way. Um, and, and there's a lot of insights that can come. I know a lot of long distance runners and cyclists, they, they get their meditation 40 miles out, right? But um, but whichever way that you go about it, whatever way you look for it, whatever you, way you seek it, that that for those of us who are doing it, we know. And, and mm-hmm. you've, you know, on our interactions, you and I met, like you've expressed things to me that have come out of those moments. Um, and so kind of describing self-love, uh, it's, it, it, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, it's like pistachio ice cream. If you know, it, I can tell you about it. I can try to tell you what it tastes like, but you really got to try it for yourself and then you'll know.
1: Yeah. I love that, man. So I, I want to learn more about your journey. And, you know, as much as we've connected this year, Adam, I really don't know too much about it. So I'm actually going to be learning just as much as the listeners here. I'm curious to learn who Adam was in high school. Like, what was he doing back then? What was the dreams back then? (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, like, how were you defining success back then? Yeah, you know,
2: um, uh, I was a good Jewish boy. I had, uh, you know, good grades.
1: Um,
2: And, uh, but I also had a lot of childhood trauma and uh, developmental impairments as a result of that. Um, And so... Uh, you know, there there wasn't there wasn't you know. Is is I think it's kind of like you know it's n- nurture and nature. It, you know, it's it's kind of like you're you're either an intelligent person or you're not, and um, and everybody has their aptitudes and are intelligent in different ways, and, and some people are book smart, and um, and I just have you know, and I you know one of the reasons I guess why I took quickly to meditation. Uh, is because i 'm able to i 'm able to to remember facts and figures and you know I was a good test taker and that 's what it what is required to get good grades in you know public uh, american public school at least in the uh, 80s and 90s and um, and so for that i you know i just what, you know, who was a typical, uh, you know, typical person in, in who got good grades, but, but had, you know, deeper wounds that needed, um, needed care and nurture and didn't have those, uh, resources, not from my family, not from the synagogue temple that, you know, not from the community, certainly not in the school. Um, and so, um, I, so I, you know, I started building websites when I was 14 and that was, uh, because I was always on computers and, and one, you know, so you could kind of imagine, you know, Jewish teenager in at home indoors on a computer, you know, not a lot of, you know, didn't go out of the neighborhood much, maybe because got beat up a couple too many times to, to want to, want to hang out with the neighborhood kids. And, um, you know, so that's And that's I think for a lot of people, that's kind of normal. But uh, for me, um, I discovered uh, the ability to make websites and uh, found a client who gave me $1,000. And it's like light bulb moment. I don't have to work at the mall and, um, for minimum wage. And, and, uh, and so that kind of set me on a path of being an entrepreneur early on. And, and I still build websites and do digital marketing for people, but, um, uh, but in high school, you know, that was, I, you know, I was able, I just, I, I guess I had this ability. I was able to pass tests without attending class. Like I was able, and, and all through college as well. Like I was able to just self-study. I could read, I could read a chapter of a book and show up and answer questions. I didn't need to be in, in the room with the other, with the other students to absorb that material or to understand how it worked. Um, and so, uh, by the time I was 17, I already had a full time, uh, job making $60 an hour at Mojo advertising. And, um, and that was, you know, and that's, you know, from there I went to college. I, I mean, I, I barely attended senior year of high school and, um, uh, but, uh, yes, I mean, I guess that's, that's who I was at that time. Um, right. somebody who was, you know, fa- found something I was good at, found people to pay me for it. And, you know, that by the, you know, went, went to college. And by the time I was, you know, you know, I, I was already, like I said, in high school, I was already working, um, and making good money. And then when I went to college similarly, I, I found a studio in in Boston um, in the South side um, uh, Roxbury neighborhood to that hired me and I was making good money. So I didn't have any reason to go to class, but, you know, showed up and got my degree, you know, at least for the the tests and um, have been doing digital marketing and, and helping people build their businesses ever since and got into personal development like you and, and go to seminars and workshops and, Started interacting with, you know, various other um, uh, ambitious and, and interesting people. And um, should should I go further past past that or?
1: No, no, no. listen, man, that's great. That's great. So I, I want to first and foremost acknowledge your vulnerability and your transparency because, um, you know, I feel like one thing that holds people back from. Uh, practicing meditation or even just breath work is the fact that like, they think they need to come out of the womb and start like floating with like the fucking little hand symbols, you know, like um, people resonate with experiences like yours and mine and whoever else is when they're actually transparent. Right. When you say, Hey man, like I, I got kicked out of two high schools or, Hey man, like uh, I had trouble. I didn't want to hang out cause I got beat up one too many times, you know, like people resonate with that shit as opposed to just like, yeah, man, I'm a multimillionaire. I don't really, you know, uh, uh, everything is, you know, fucking peaches and cream for me. So first and foremost, I say, thank you for that. Um, my next question to you though is like, how did you end up discovering meditation? Like what was it that came to you that compelled you to maybe look into it some more, et cetera? Yeah. Well, you know,
2: the part, part of being a, a typical uh, Jewish boy um, was the asthma. And uh, so that, you know, I had a, a, an asthma inhaler, a little, you know, a little red albuterol pump. Right. And, um, and that was just a daily, you know, every morning, every night, sometimes in between, especially if I did any kind of, um, you know, physical uh, exertion and, um, you know, which is one, another reason why I was indoors and on computers, but, um, but things were getting worse with that. And by the time I was in my late twenties, uh, my website company was doing really well and I had some pretty awesome customers, but, um, but my health was suffering and I was, you know, hun- you know, it's like this, I got the hunchback and I got the,
0: mm.
2: you know, that going on. And, and, uh, uh, and uh, things weren't looking good for me. So um, I was blessed with meeting a guy who was younger than me. Actually, his name is Justin, who um, had originally had contacted me to hire me f- to build a website and um long story short you know he being in niagara falls and me being in south jersey at the time um started teaching me meditation and uh, qigong which is uh, loosely translated as um cultivation of life force energy or um, you know chi is like prana or uh, manna from heaven in the in the bible it's um It's your energy. It's your electromagnetic energy. It's your Mm. ability to generate and store. Um, uh, And without going further into that, um, you know, he, uh, within six months basically had cured my asthma. Um, And we were doing this over Skype and within two years, I pretty much never needed the uh, asthma inhaler again. Um, You know, it was, it was so bad at one point, you know, for, every spring and every fall hay fever seasons, you know, um, I would be on a nebulizer, which is like a machine with a hose and a mask. And it's like a super dose of the asthma medicine and you, you know, sit there for 15 minutes in- inhaling. This. So, um, so yeah, so, so realizing that uh, gentle movement and breathing exercises could make such quick work of my asthma and then subsequently my allergies and then subsequently migraines and then you know the depression that i was avoiding for you know 20 years that all of these things started to unravel and disappear all from this process of um as i said gentle movement and breathing and and it's at that point that i realized that Nobody in my life up until then really knew jack shit about the world or anything because if they had, then they wouldn't have assigned me this pharmaceutical and said, you know, good luck with that. And, Mm. you know, and and bless their hearts that, you know, they didn't know any better. Um, But uh, for me, having received and, you know, studied now for for over a decade since um, that time, having received the kind of ancient technology and some of the newer techniques that, um, that come from the medicineless hospital that, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza and and Greg Braden and and Bruce Lipton and, um, these, these other kind of the Mount Rushmore of the epigenetic movement, um, a lot of their, a lot of what they teach is derived from the medicineless hospital. That's some of the newer stuff, but it's all based in these ancient principles that, um, that our physical body has the capacity to heal. I mean if you, you know, cut your finger, does it not scab over and you know repair itself well? Right. Most people use sleep to get into a delta brainwave state for their body to go into healing mode. But that's something that we can consciously turn on and direct at will. And when you do, the results, you know, and there's Harvard studies, there's Stanford studies, there's plenty of evidence to back this up medically, clinical, clinical trials, all kinds of stuff. It's just maybe not popular in our neighborhoods. And so for me, it, you know, kind of became this thing where people started to say, you know, Adam, like you're really into this stuff. Like you're, you know, your heart's really in this meditation thing. You should, you know, you should teach this. And, you know, so I kind of, um, started integrating it into how I, how I coach people in in building businesses and doing the digital marketing. Um, And I have people who reach out to me specifically just for the meditation stuff. And, um, and I feel like it, it connected me with a legacy and a life purpose of, uh, passing on, not just a wisdom tradition, not just more talk, um, not just more concepts, not just more, uh, ideas, opinions, narratives, agendas, uh, and all these things, but actual physical download of something that has been passed on for, in and, and a lot of these cases, over 1500, some of these things that I'm, that I'm practicing over 2,500 years minimum. Um, and, and yoga too, and, and different forms of yoga that go back 300 years and 400 years and some of the older ones, um, all of these different, um, you know, Ayurvedic uh, nutrition principles and, and all these things start to work their way in. And, and then before you know it, um, you know, I'm in the best shape of my life and uh, at optimal health. And and um, and as my, one of my mentors says, at, at, at some point, eventually you start to learn your lessons pleasurably instead of painfully. And um, from time to time, I really do reach that point where I'll get a lesson and it'll come in a way that's like, wow, that was a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> so I think right. a lot of people are like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> but um,
1: you know, yeah, man, I definitely understand that, and it seems like you have a really significant connection to meditation, which I think is really beautiful, as it drastically changed your physical life in in, in, in that amazing way. I'm curious, like, can you walk us through? A very brief five, 10 minute meditation, you know, like a feel good meditation, but also keeping in mind that there are people that are probably driving um, while listening to this or walking mm-hmm. or in the gym while listening to this. So if at all possible, like, you know, keeping that in mind, if you're comfortable doing so, of course. Sure.
2: Yeah. There's, yeah. There's two things um, that I take people through. Uh, and, and it's really just as if really at the basis of all of this is, is whatever side of the you know, the, the, the polarity that you're on, if you're ultra religious, um, that meditation is prayer, or if you're ultra spiritual where, you know, meditation is, you know, is OM and chakras and stuff like that. Or if you're ultra scientific, um, at the end of the day, this is about the physical body. This is about interacting with your physicality in a way that, um, that there's there's things about being a human that are natural and inherent. That um, I say uh, a lot of times I'll say it's like um, it's like if you were driving a car, a brand new car, for a couple of months, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, what does this button do? And then it's like a convertible, and you're like, oh, I didn't realize I had a convertible. Um, that there are some things that we're capable of doing that that um, that is just normal and natural of being a human. That is just not. Uh, talked about and and needs, I believe to, and as I was saying, this, this legacy and this life's purpose is, you know, Justin saved my life and by showing me things that were natural and normal. And, um, and if I can pass that on and, and you've given me this opportunity to share with, with your listeners, if I can help put somebody, uh, not put, but, but help somebody remember, Their, you know, to get back into alignment with, with their true self, their true path. Um, and that, and that self care and self love and, and discipline and focus and all these things are just natural and that whatever else might be unnatural, um, you know, like, uh, like littering and, and, and other behaviors, like you can trade, you can get rid of a behavior like, like littering and replace it with, uh, you know, some stretching or something like right. that. It's like so. There's some things that are just very natural, and if, and if and to to provide that. So so what I help people um, remember, it, and to remember to meditate um, to kind of find their way home in a way, is is that there are five main brainwave states, and right now we're in a beta brainwave, and that's kind of just normal conversation, multitasking, um, and you know what it's like to be in a high beta that kind of frenzied, like, you know, if you're late for a meeting and you're trying to decide, do I tell them I overslept or do I tell them it was traffic when I know that they know that I'm lying. If I say that, and, you know, do I hail the camp? Do I just tell them I need to reschedule? Like that frenzy, you can hear it in my voice. That's, that's that high beta. Right now we're in regular beta. So that beta brainwave frequency is, is how we deal with the world, how we interact and in multitask. But a lot of people have trouble focusing a lot of people have trouble just doing a thing a lot of people procrastinate i think in the entrepreneurial world like the number one issue is procrastination
0: mm.
2: and um and so there's actually a brainwave state that we get into naturally when we're focused called alpha and uh if you're working in the garden or if you're working under your car anytime somebody comes up and they're like hey and you're like ah, not right now i can't you know If you can't have a conversation, you're an alpha, generally speaking. So, how do we put ourselves into alpha so that we can focus and get things done? A lot of times, we have something so overwhelming, or a project that's so big, or so many steps that will put it off and and create this 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 snowball of of procrastination, anxiety, momentum, of discomfort. And people can, you know, and you've seen it. People make themselves sick over it. when then when actually there's a two very quickly and we're going to do this in a moment, two minutes of, um, uh, two, two minutes of focused breathing puts you in an alpha state and then you just go do the thing. And before you know it, it's over. Wow. So, um, so for those of you who are doing anything else besides, this is not a multitasking thing. This is a single focus, uh, thing. So, you know, pull the car over if you can, if not, just don't do this and do it later. Um, but it's very simple uh, and anybody can do this. And actually, if you look up square breathing, also known as box breathing, uh, there are variations, triangle breathing, star breathing, whatever. Uh, when you look it up, you'll see that it's meditation for children. So it's a, you know, it, it kind of appeals to this kind of beginner's mind of curiosity and exploration <clears throat> that we can learn something new. And um, and so with that kind of open uh, willingness, All you have to do is look around the room, and you're looking for a very bright color that's not a light. So as long as it's um, an actual solid color and not a light, just lock eyes with that color, I've got mine, and just connect with that color. Close your eyes, and breathe into my count. Two,
0: three, four, and hold. Two, three, Four out two three four and hold two three four breathe in two three four and hold two three four out two three four and hold two three four breathe in two three Four and hold two three four breathe out two three four and hold two three four breathe in two three four and hold two three four breathe out two three four and hold two three four breathe in Two, three, four, and hold. Two, three, four, breathe out. Two, three, four, and hold. Two, three, four, breathe in. Two, three, four, and hold. Two, three, four, breathe out. Two, three, four, and hold. Two, three. Four breathe in two three four and hold two three four breathe out two three four and hold two three four breathe in two three four and hold two three four breathe out two three four and hold Two three four breathe in two three four and hold two three four breathe out two three four and hold two three four breathe in two three four and hold two three four and out two three four and one two three four last time two three four hold So you can gently open your eyes, look at that color from before, and uh, tell me what you notice.
1: It's pretty bright. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, it's pretty bright. I I saw, originally I saw a Nike box in my closet, which is orange, but then I looked down and I'm like, oh shit, I see some highlighters, which really Mm -hmm. caught my attention. So I went with the highlighters and um, it's bright. <laughs> to say the yeah. least, yeah well,
2: how do you feel about yourself in this moment
1: uh i I do feel more focused, and I'm not saying i i wasn't focused because I was enjoying our conversation, but I definitely feel more focused and I feel a little bit more mellow um mellow. Well- yeah. Yeah. I def- and Hey, I mean, I don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that I chose a yellow highlighter. Um, I know <laughs> yellow is a very oh, yeah. mellow color. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, man, I, 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 feel, I feel really nice right now.
2: Yeah. And, and so that is kind of indicative of your ability to gain control. For your ability to be in control, and and that's something that there's an inner part of us that that needs the control, and so when you give yourself that moment, um, that's what is under your control is you and how you feel, and the fact that colors are brighter, or you know some people say colors they might say dimmer or fuzzy, or the, it doesn't matter, it's different. Then doing the breathing, you're changing the way that your brain perceives reality, and you're changing the the speed of the brain waves. So we're lowering from beta to alpha. Now kind of we're back up in beta. You can kind of feel the difference. Mm. Um, you can hear the difference in my voice. So if you want to get something done, we did 10 square breaths. So at four seconds per, you know, in, hold, out, hold, that's 16 seconds of breath. That's 160 seconds. That's like... We were only in there for two and a half minutes. How long did it feel? Like
1: I was going to ask you, was that only two minutes? Because it felt a lot longer. Yeah. It, it so, felt a lot longer.
2: Right. So a lot of people are like, I don't have enough time to do this. Well, slow down time then. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, so what we'll do now is we'll go deeper. We'll go past alpha into theta. Okay. And theta is the... Um, hypnotic suggestive uh state so um you know we all we all have a natural defense mechanism so um it, it you know, this is kind of a hypnotic kind of thing so whatever i say in this case you know just know that everybody has their own um kind of natural protective mechanism so anything that i do say won't well, you know i'm not gonna uh, tell anybody to bark like a dog or anything like that but um <laughs> Uh, but what, you know, what you'll, what you'll notice in theta is that you begin to have access to the control panel and you begin to have access to, you know, if you can imagine the switches and the knobs and the faders of like what makes you, you, and to start interacting. And that's why, um, what this is a guided visualization, um, is a great bridge to meditation. So, um, so any, uh, positive affirmations, any, um, quote unquote meditation, uh, tapes that you might listen to They're for the most part operating in theta and for the purpose of reprogramming and, and suggesting into the subconscious mind, um, things that are, that are healthier, things that are better, um, you know, giving, uh, you know, positive affirmations, giving, giving that, that courageous, um, uh, foundation of 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 positive attitude and and um inner inner support to kind of counterbalance some of the negative self-talk that that most of us have dealt with or, or are continuing to deal with and um, to have these phrasings you know they they, they you know if, if you're familiar with any kind of guided visualization or 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 meditation tapes they, they tend to um, focus towards towards this angle and so we're going to do that now and you're going to notice how quickly you drop out of beta and through alpha into theta and you're going to know that you've again manipulated your brainwave state and given yourself another faculty with which to interact with the world and another way of being um, that once again gives you more control more power um, and brings you closer to Uh, developing a practice with which you can start more self-care um more more ritualized um uh, self-care and and begin the process of of opening up to to self-love which which becomes possible so again it's like pistachio what is he talking about so let's do it um and it's very simple um there's a very famous um uh, uh, mindfulness, uh, teacher or, or, guru that, um, uh, came from Vietnam and Martin Luther King Jr. Actually nominated him for a Nobel peace prize. And he was instrumental in the nonviolent movement, uh, that Dr. King was famous for. And his name is Thich Nhat Hanh. He's still alive. He has a center in France, um, so, uh, you know, kind of bucket list item would be to, to go and, and check that out. But, uh, but basically what he says is that, um, one way in, and this is, you know, for those of you who are new to this, um, one way in is to kind of combine it, to, to connect it with another thing, which is the kind of feeling of like enough is enough, right? When you get to this point of like enough is enough, that's when you start. And it sounds like, and you can do this anytime, anywhere, Grand Central Station or on your couch, you just turn the TV off when enough is enough or, you know, put your phone down, whatever it is, whatever, whatever that moment you go, okay, I've got to do something different. I got to pull myself out. You just start. And it sounds like breathing in. I know I'm breathing in. Breathing out. I know I'm breathing out. In.
0: Out Breathing in, my breath grows deep. Breathing out, my breath grows slow, deep, slow. Breathing in, I'm aware of my entire body. Breathing out, I ease my body. Aware, at ease. Breathing in, I calm my body. Breathing out, I love my body, calm, in love, breathing in, I smile to my entire body, breathing out, I relax my body. Breathing in, I smile again to my entire body. Breathing out, I release all the tension in my body. Smile. Relax and release. Breathing in, I imagine that I'm like a flower. Breathing out, I feel fresh. Flower. Fresh. Breathing in, I imagine myself like a mountain. Breathing out, I feel solid, mountain, solid. Breathing in, I become like water reflecting the clouds in the sky. Water reflecting. Breathing in, I merge with infinite space. Breathing out, I feel free. Space. Free. Breathing in, I feel joyful. Breathing out, I taste the source of peace and joy, joyful, peaceful, breathing in, I dwell in this present moment. Breathing out is a perfect moment. present moment, perfect moment, just allow yourself to be in this perfect moment for a little while.
1: I'm ready for a nap. (laughs) So when you um,
2: generate a theta brainwave, you should feel it in the room. And so, um, you know, I kind of almost lost my place uh, a couple of times while doing that because I've gone so far in, the outer mechanism starts to shut down.
0: Right.
2: Um, you know, we have, have kind of a, a, a cross in the physicality of our brains where there's a, a void, hollow space in the center of the brain at the top of the spine. And in that space is where they say consciousness. It actually exists. The rest is just the electromagnetic uh, interactions in that the the hypothalamus and the thalamus and the pineal gland and the pituitary gland um, kind of have like a north-south-east-west axis in there. And so the the pineal gland has rods and cones like your, your eye does. And they call that the third eye. So it's seeing the light moving around the electricity in the brain. And the gateway to the subconscious, um, the hypothalamus, starts starts to soften and so you get into that kind of in-between world of like kind of awake kind of asleep, which is why excuse me you feel like you're ready for a nap because we're starting to go into excuse me and you do this naturally at night and in the morning you go into theta going to sleep and you come out of theta when you wake up naturally so doesn't it make sense to then utilize that to program yourself in a positive way. And this is something you can practice with. Do use a guided visualization right before bed and see if you wake up positively or if you wake up once again struggling with
1: whatever you were struggling with all night long. Yeah, man. And yeah. I love this I absolutely love this stuff dude i I could have you on for the the rest of the day but I want to make sure I'm respecting your time I'm gonna ask you one last question this is how we always end the show and I'm really you know just from the peacefulness that's already came about from these few practices I'm really curious to learn what your answer would be to this but what would, if Adam was hopping on more podcasts, if he was, you know, doing more workshops, if he was working one on one with clients, if he could only give one piece of advice for the rest of his life, what would it be?
2: The more that you love yourself, the more that you begin to be capable of loving others. Mm. And so. recognizing that most people have not engaged with their that with this ability uh, this natural human uh, kind of fundamental behavior of self-love that the behaviors that they do have generally are Tied to needs and unfulfilled needs and unresolved traumas, and that the behaviors that are exhibited in the world and and the ones that bother us most, whether they be you know from people that we love or people that are in a position of authority over us, um, that for the most part they're they're just the body crying out for for some need or or the subconscious uh, the inner the inner being cr- crying out for um, relief from an unresolved trauma so for example um, imagine you get cut off in traffic and you know natural reaction you've f- you know flipped the guy off and scream something out the window i say hey matt why'd you do that you say well i was angry and then there you kind of have the basis for what i was saying which is that most people uh, react unconsciously rather than responding and uh, appropriately. And um, it's all a matter of perspective that if the liver, which is the, the seat of the uh, negative energy of anger and rage and hatred um, is in distress because maybe uh, drinking or, or just uh, too many pollutants in the, in the food and the liver is the, the big filter of the body, um that 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 natural expression is anger and rage and and given in the appropriate circumstance the mind then supports how the body feels with the way that it perceives so it makes perfect sense guy cut me off i was angry flipped him off you know but if the liver has been uplifted and the energy has been um transmuted and raised to the positive vibration of enthusiasm and excitement, then there's, there's almost a, a, a completely different a transformation where somebody cuts you, you off and your first instinct is, oh shit, I hope whoever is driving that fast isn't in some kind of emergency. There could be a, a woman giving birth in the back of that car and they need to get to her, her to the hospital. So that enthusiasm comes out of the liver, and it's like, "Oh, I hope they get there." You know, I hope they get there fast, and I hope they get there safely. And if that's the natural reaction, right, that's an indication of the liver being in um, in harmony with the diet and and all this. So, um, and I could go on and on with examples, but a, another really easy one, just to kind of drive the point home, is um, if you've ever been hangry, right? If you've ever been snippy or snapped at somebody because you haven't eaten and um and then you say well you know why are you being so crabby like because i'm hungry I haven't eaten all day and you know i'm irritated well the seat of that negative energy is in the stomach the stomach holds that that negative uh irritability that that snappiness and so of course that behavior then why would you do that well because i'm i'm hungry and angry i'm angry like that it makes sense because once again the the mind supports however the body feels in its behavior and it goes well of course he's hungry so it's he can then he should be behaving this way right that's what people do when when their blood sugar is blood sugar is low and Sorry, I snapped at you, but I was, you know, like I need to eat. Everybody goes, oh, that's cool. You know, then fine. But in actuality, just the mention of like, well, the food's on the way, right? The order's been placed like, you know, as long as it doesn't take too long to come out of the kitchen, that satisfaction, which is the positive virtue of the stomach, when that organ is in harmony and balance, then there's that satisfaction. So the next time you feel snappy and irritable, blood sugar's low, think about satisfaction and how satisfying it is to, you know, and be and think in, satis- in, in that in the food is coming, I'm going to get the food and how satisfied I am already in just that the food is on its way or that I'm on my way to the food, right? And that'll, that'll override the negative energy of the irritability and the behavior of that snappiness will subside and the positive virtue of satisfaction and the behavior of satisfaction will start to take over. And you'll be very, you know, you'll be interacting with whoever you're with, you know, going, okay, so I can't wait to kiss. Like, what are we going to get? And you know that like, again, with the liver, that enthusiasm of like, of like, what are, you know, what kind of toppings or like, what are we going to get, you know? And so apply that now to everything and just realize that the interactions that we're having with people are the the organs in distress calling out for support. And when that support is provided, it can only be to some degree provided externally. It has to you know eventually uh, an individual has to learn to provide it from within and to be self sufficient and and so it takes a lot of the a lot of the the, the disgust and the the offense that we feel of, about other people's behavior it it, it lessens the emotional uh, hook you know kind of unhooks you from the you know that getting wrapped up and triggered into the same kind of pattern that the other person's in or the other people or the group are in, because you just, uh, you start to realize, Oh, Oh, they're just hungry. Like a child. Right. Like, Oh, they're just, you know, and, and if you go through each of the different, you know, what is the, you know, and we dealt with this for the last six months is the fear of the kidneys. I mean, how many people have kidney distress because of, uh, abuse of caffeine and, you know, and other things that, the, you know, the kidneys and the adrenal fatigue of, you know, constantly, you know, beginning the day with, with caffeine, sugar, and carbohydrates, which are not the correct fuel for the morning. Right. And, and then so the kidneys and the adrenals are, are taxed. And so what is the negative behavior is, is fear is, is, is fright is, you know, it, Fear, fright, uh, being scared. Well, the positive virtue is caution, is wisdom. And you start, when somebody's scared, you start telling them, okay, well, this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to start talking from wisdom. Like, hey okay, we'll go take a look at it. We'll go do some research. Be cautious. We won't do anything stupid. And that fear starts to subside. So um, this... This pathway, um, this invitation that I extend to you, uh, that I've extended to you, Matt, and that you've been on, and that I extend to your listeners. Um, your question being, if there's one thing, there's the last thing that I could say. Um, this being it, um, is 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 have compassion for everybody, everything, every being. Uh, that uh, that we're all at different stages of coming to self-realization and self-awareness and the ability to love oneself is the precursor to the ability to love another so when you see people behaving in a way that is just it's just a, a level of development that they're at and which means that they are capable of moving to that next level as we all have um because none of us starts out in life. and so um and, you know, and, and even fewer achieve it, right? So um, uh, you know, I, I, would, um, I would point people to a few mentors of mine that I feel uh, are worth looking up. Um, a, a quote from, from one mentor, Peter Sage, he said, um, you can never run out of time and you can never get it wrong.
1: Mm.
2: Uh, that's a good thing to remember. And um, so check out Peter's book, The Inside Track. And, um, and then uh, Robert Peng, uh, P-E-N-G, Robert Peng, uh, is a fantastic uh, teacher to begin with uh, in terms of learning this gentle movement and breathing techniques. Uh, Thich Nhat Han, of course, uh, as I mentioned earlier, but I won't spell that. Uh, and you can just hit Google or autocorrect. and and, uh you know just uh find um find who resonates with you find find who when what they have to say that it you know find a teacher that um two two requisites that i always look for is that they're not rigid in that this has to be done exactly like this and do it my way or you know that there is a a fluid nature and there's a um a, a personalization of, of um, Jiddu Krishnamurti says you must become a light to oneself. So um, to find a path and to find guides along the way that help you to become a light to oneself and, um, and, and be, and also be cautious of any, um, any guides along the way who don't honor the ancestors and don't honor the teachers who uh um, who pass down these lineages and these blessings of, of, of this uh, wisdom tradition and this physical tradition, uh, that those are, those are two warning signs. People that have, you have to do it their way and that they don't honor the ancestors, uh, are two, are two good indications of, of distortion and, and something to avoid. But otherwise, um, find what resonates with you and, and, um, and be compassionate along the way the other the other folks that that show up in your journey um are are dealing with the same stuff that we're all dealing with and and as you purify internally um the things these these negative behaviors and the destruction and, and the things that they create uh, start to disappear and so uh well there's a lot to look a, look, a lot to look forward to uh
1: in whatever whatever definitely is this takes you. yes yes sir man listen Adam I appreciate it man I'm gonna have your website socials all that great stuff in the show notes of this episode thank you again for bringing us through this journey today I'm really really appreciate it and very glad to be able to amplify it so again man thank you for hopping on yeah. here truly do appreciate it
2: absolutely Matt so yeah tell everybody
1: uh, to find me at relax with Adam
2: Oh. and let's do let's do some more meditation together and and let's see what the universe brings us next
1: let's do it and there you have it, everyone, episode number 188 of the Decoding Success Podcast featuring our friend Adam Weinberg. Now, with that being said, if you are as zened out as me, in fact, it's actually a little hard for me to be on the mic right now. That's how zened out I am. I kind of just want to go lay down. But with that being said, if you are as zened out as me, if you want to continue furthering your practice of meditation, diving deeper, learning new techniques, you know, just moving the ball forward, if that is what you want to do, if you want to get in touch with Adam, you can do so in the show notes of this episode where you can find his social media handles his website all of that good stuff his website has all of his classes and all of the amazing things that he has going on so make sure you're checking him out there on top of that you can subscribe to the youtube channel if you have not done so yet in the show notes of this episode as well and of course you could also connect with me if we haven't done so and with all of that being said until next time everyone be blessed peace